hello hello everyone and welcome back to the beauty cloud i have not posted new episode in a moment because i have been busy let me tell you something i got no work to define how busy i have been and the thing is i am a regular person just like you i have a regular job so i've been busy with my job and also in case you didn't know i ghost write for people i i publish three books for myself like my own book and people do like my style of writing so i had somebody at first that approached me about like writing a book and they pay me up front so i got addicted to the money you know and when people thought like i write the book pretty much i sign a contract and write the book for the person once i'm done with the manuscript i get the editing and everything and give it back to the person it's like a surrogate when it's like but with writing so when I started getting addicted to the money because people keep coming at me like asking me to write things for them and pay me up front, I'm like, it's like more lucrative to do it like that than publishing my own book because when I publish my own book, I make money with royalty. So I get money every month like from the royalty and everything. But when you get the whole money up front, like it's better, you know? And I enjoy it. Anyway, and the third thing that keep me so busy which is the two, which gonna be today's topic is starting a cosmetic line. So you guys know if you've been following me, you know that I have my own cosmetic line called Zilly Cosmetic. And I've been to a lot this year with that cosmetic line. Let me tell you something. I've been to a lot. And there's a lot of things that I learned through trial of error. There's a lot of things that I learned from the business side of town and everything. And that I feel that I need to share with you. Because I know a lot of girls, a lot of people out there, like, wants to t- start a cosmetic line. And I'm here to give you some real tape. Like, no filter type thing, you know? Real shit. Like, to give you some good tape about my mistake what i find out with my own cosmetic line that if you want to start a cosmetic line that might help you um people were telling me oh why do you want to share like your recipe with other people really but i don't consider it a recipe if you can like google it and find it out there you know but regardless in business i know it's like a relationship everybody you, you might like you know like how multiple people date you but each of them can talk about a different experience which is the same thing when it comes to business everybody might start something but i got a different experience with it but anyway i'm gonna share my experience with you in starting a cosmetic line so understand that i was born in 1986 so growing up makeup was simple as i always said like there's a lot of things that we didn't have to do like contouring everything like is like it was makeup plus etiquette mixed together so there's a lot of things like we didn't have to do so my first mistake was starting my cosmetic line with my own ideas of what a cosmetic line should be so that was my very first mistake. You know how they said that you need to make research on the market to see what's demanding. Not that I didn't know that. And I know a lot of you know that. But I had the money. I didn't waste my time to go make research. I'm like, bam, like, you know what? I'm going to look for a manufacturer, find out what I need, how much money that I need to invest to start my own cosmetic line. And best believe, didn't make no goddamn research. That's how I started. So first thing, like, they produce my, my the first thing i started the thing i know i was like hey i want to be heavy on eyeshadow and 
that's where I started pretty much. I was, I told the manufacturer, hey, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I'm looking for. So pump me eyeshadows. So at first I was selling like my eyeshadows. I, I had very high sell. And one thing I learned is you need to be able not, not only selling, it's one thing, but retaining your customer is a whole different world. So I was selling, but not retaining my customers. And the only way you can sell and retain customers at the same time is by the quality of your product. If your product are good quality, best believe those customers going to return for other product that you have. But if they don't like the quality of the first thing that they bought from you, they're not going to come back and believe that first product, that first sale that you make in your business will either make or break you. And this is one of the things I can say. I know like those are common knowledge, but you tend to ignore those common knowledge when you're doing something for yourself. So after a moment, like couple of months, like selling those eyeshadow palette, I see that sales for the eyeshadows start decreasing. However, this is I started to introducing other products like the BB cream, the lipstick. Uh, I had like my little lip balm and everything. Like I started with simple products, the the mud brow and everything. While the as I said, the sale was decreasing for the eyeshadow pa eyeshadow palette. I was realizing that the sale was keep going up for those products. So I'm like, what's going on with the eyeshadow palette? Because at the end of the day, I, you know how Kylie, um, her mostly focus was her lip kits at first. So my, my most focus was my eyeshadow. I want to be known for my eyeshadows. And I was not reaching that purpose. I was like, what's going on with the eyeshadows? So I have find a makeup artist, Mikaela, on Instagram. And I'm like, hey, can you give me an honest review? She said, yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. Because I've been sending sample to people. And that's one of the reasons I, I stopped sending sample to people asking me to send them sample for review. Because I learned that when you send things to people, the law of reciprocity requires you to give me a good review because I gave something to you because I'm being nice. So when I contacted Michaela, I contacted her because she's, her makeup is her on me. That shit is on point. It's beautiful. So I'm like, hey, I'm going to send you product, but please do not give me a good review. Do not, I, I need you to call me back. You know, I don't and like really do not give me a review like on the internet, on my social media. I want you, this is my number. Call me back to give me honest feedback. I don't want a review. I want a feedback that, hey, this is the your product that I use. This is what I like about it. And this is what I do not like. And this is what I think you should change. And my God, fin finally, somebody did just that. Michaela did just that. I sent her a couple of my eyeshadow and she said, that, oh, okay. So the eyeshadow, there's nothing really wrong with it. It's good, the quality. But the only issue with your eyeshadow is not that pigmented. I'm like, what you mean it's not pigmented? He said, uh, yeah, because now people like when they put eyeshadow on, they like the color to pop, you know, they like to, if they put, if it looks blue, like navy blue on the palette, when they put it on, they want to see the actual navy blue popping. I'm like, oh, okay. Because me, like I didn't know about eyeshadow need to be highly pigmented now because for me, it's like back in the days, if I'm working on a law firm, let's say I'm a lawyer, 
I need to keep my makeup very conservative. I will avoid to use highly pigmented eyeshadow because I don't want if I'm sitting like in court or I'm sitting in a meeting, I don't want the person or course of me to be thinking, is she a lawyer or a makeup artist? Does she have a part-time job with my cosmetic on weekends? Like what's up with that face though? I mean, it's beautiful, but damn, is it appropriate for that specific thing? But now I realize that etiquette doesn't play too much around anymore. It's like if you can afford having a, you can like, you have the skill to make your makeup look like you are about to appear on TV. Good for you. But nobody really cares about like the environment. I see people putting shimmer on like shimmer eyeshadow, like in bright day, like going to regular work. It's like I used back in the days you used to put those things when you go into the club at night. You don't put shimmer eyeshadow during the day. And that was one of my mistakes using all ideas to start my business. I was like, oh boy, I have to forget that those ideas. So that's when I contacted my manufacturer and I'm like, hey, this is the feedback that I got from the eyeshadows. Can you like give me a new formula? Oh, the manufacturer said, oh, no problem. We got a new formula that is highly pigmented that we can give to you. Send me another sample that I sent to Michaela. Michaela said, yeah, it's a little bit more pigmented, but this is not it. So I contacted the manufacturer again saying that, hey, like, you're not giving me what I'm asking you. Send me a couple of more samples. That still was not it. So that's one of the reasons I, I started shopping around. And that's when I switched my manufacturer to a company in Canada that actually was able to deliver the highly pigmented eyeshadow palette that people were looking for. And also they allowed me to customize my eyeshadow palette more. Because this was something that I wanted to do. I wanted to customize it a little bit more and everything. So, like, not really customize the bulb. Because at the end of the day, I know that people buy the eyeshadow. And after that, yeah, it's cute and all. But they're going to put it on their eyes. And after that, they forget about the cuteness. So, I wanted, like, to customize the Nameli tone and everything. And that company allowed me to do all that while offering me highly quality product. So... That's when I sent that sample to Mikaela and she told me, bitch, this is it. Like, you know, like now you got to put up. So, and I started to see like an increase back in the eyeshadow sale. And that's why I'm like, ah, first mistake, make research. And when I say make research, not only on quality that people are looking for, but also what kind of product that people are looking for. For example, the BB cream, I still produce them because I have some older clients that kind of use them. But new people right now don't really use BB cream. I, although I have a few people that kind of allergic to foundation, it, it clogs their pores very much because BB cream is kind of foundation, but it's a light version of foundation so they like the bb cream because it doesn't clog the pore as much but i realized like there's not really a high demand on bb cream there's a high demand on powder on like lipstick things like that beauty kit my beauty kit are like my best sellers because it's like people like to buy them for gift and everything and they look cute so as i said my first mistake was not making research now my second mistake was my pictures so as I told you, I'm not a makeup artist when like I had somebody like I go online, look for makeup artists in the area and I pay them to use my product to come put makeup on my face so I can make pictures to, that I used to post on social media. One feedback that I had was 
you need to stop using filters on your pictures and your cosmetic picture. Understand? When you're using filter, filter change the makeup itself. So I will post a picture and it's like the, the original face doesn't look nothing like the picture. And that was a result of filter. And that's when I understand like people start thinking that you're fake, that you're using Facetune or whatever things those new kids do use now. That was one of the feedback that I had and that's why I stopped posting like pictures with filter. I stopped to edit too much when it's come to cosmetic. And one of the thing was for my eyeshadow palette, although that, okay, they were pigmented. I was getting my cell back up. One of my friends told me, your products look fake. I'm like, what you mean they look fake? He said, it's just that the picture of your palette and everything. It's like, we feel like you're not using your own product. Yes, you post pictures of your beautiful makeup online with filters, of course. But we never see you pictures of you with the palette like that you're using and everything. So that's when I realized I need to start making swatches, which I was not familiar with, which I had to make my research to find out what it is and why people want to see it. Especially I'm an indie brand. It's not like I'm Kylie Cosmetics starting a cosmetic line. Yes, you, you, you can. I understand Kylie might call herself self-made, but a self-made, I mean, she is self-made um, because she, she came with a little idea like go like and make it happen. However, she already had a platform that I did not have. She already had the name. So as an indie brand, this is very important to let the customer know that I'm not a scam. Like people already knew Kylie is not a scam. They knew who Kylie was, but nobody know who am I, you know? So it's like, they want to make sure that, yeah, when I'm buying from that person that I don't know that it is authentic, you know? And that's one of the things that I started to make. If you go on the website now, I started include real pictures of my eyeshadows on the website as well I and mean, all the all the pictures that you see on the website are my hands with the swatches like I, I put them myself i do the swatches myself to show you that the color that you see it's what you're gonna this is how it's gonna appear on you and there's a lot of product on there i haven't catch up to everything because as i told you at the end of the day when a client pay me 500 like a thousand dollars to write a book or whatever how much they pay me to write a book i need to focus on that as well but i will catch up to put all swatches for every single product on the website so i start making swatches and posting it and the swatches need to be the way it looks with no filter nothing so the customer can like oh, okay yeah they see the general the picture that i put but they can also see how it looks on a regular skin and that's one of my mistakes as well like posting the generated computer picture that the manufacturer was sending me because when you purchase from the manufacturer not not only they send you the product um they also send you like they call it advertisement package, like digital advertisement package that they send you like for picture and everything that they send you so you can post and everything. So I was using those pictures and I started to tell the manufacturer as well, hey, the sample that I kindly declined before, I would like to start receiving them. Because me, I was like, I don't want to keep receiving makeup from the manufacturer, all this sample. Like, I don't put makeup like that because I'm in the military. We don't, we put makeup, but we're not supposed to really, really put it on. So I'm not in the military. I'm not going to put makeup like that. So I'm going to have a closet, which I have a closet full of makeup that now that I start making swatches, I can say they, I use them. But after using them to put, to make the swatches, they just stay there. When friends come, 
come over, they ask me for them and everything, but I cannot sell them because first of all, they are simple. Second of all, I don't like the idea. If somebody asks me, I will give it to them, but I don't like the idea of giving somebody something that I already use, period. So that was my second thing. So my third thing was there's two different type of way when it's come to social media. So you know how they say that, oh, you can monetize your social media and everything. You need to understand what kind of account that you can monetize and how to monetize it. Because people, when people talk, they make it sound like, oh, you can monetize and like, bam, things are going to start rolling down like nothing. It's a fat lie. It's not easy, especially if you're starting from the bottom when nobody knows the fuck who you are. So it's not that easy. And this is one of the things that I learned to trial error. Yes, if you have a personal account, it's easier to monetize it than when you have a business account. For example, if I were just myself having 40k followers and everything, it would have been easier for me to monetize my things because I'm, I'm at this one, I would have been a freelancer. Like, if color pop contact me to make advertisement for them, I can. If clinic contact me to make um, uh, advertisement for them, I can. Whatever company, company contact me, I can. I'm free to make advertisement for any company that I want. When you actually have a business account, you're running a business account, I cannot make advertisement for other people. I can only make advertisement for myself, which is make it harder to monetize your shit because your marketing uh, game needs to be on point. And that was one of my mistakes. I did not know that. I was like trying to like make advertisement for sponsors which was not good because it was at the end of the day it was a business account so if they go on my account the only thing they need to see is zilly cosmetic they don't want to see anything else like this is zilly cosmetic but it's a clinic on it is like the hell is it are you selling clinic or are you selling zilly cosmetic you know so it's like those things that you need to be careful with when you like doing social media and that's one of the things that i did not know and i i bought my, my my tongue on it and i'm like you know what now i know and that's when i start switching up like hey like everything needs to be related to zilly cosmetic like for example if i use another product i will be clear enough with my followers to let know hey like yes I purchased that product. Um, this is the product that I would in conjunction with mine. Because at the end of the day, there are some things I'm still working on for Zilli Cosmetic, but I still don't have loose powder that we're working on it, but the formula is not out yet. So we're still working on all these things. So when I go buy on a, a loose powder from Lancome, and I need to let you guys know, hey, like that picture, like the powder that I use is from that company but not necessarily doing advertisement for the company so it's like you need to understand the fine line between those things and one other thing that you need to understand when posting cosmetic picture is lighting even though you don't add filters to your pictures lighting understand how lights work when they reflect on object you can like play only with the lighting on the picture and an orange high shadow turn out to look red. Or if you change the picture and the orange high shadow start to look a little bit more like orange. So you need to be careful even when playing with the pictures, like with your with the light and your pictures and everything. So all these things were things that I had to learn. 
And as I told you, to trial error and making research was is my was the biggest thing for me to understand that what evolved in the cosmetic world and what I need to focus on. And that's where a cosmetic line is like a little tiny baby that you always need to keep up on. It's not only, oh, I have a cosmetic line. Oh, I have lipstick and everything. It's understand what people are looking for in a lipstick. Like what color, like well, what do people like? And even when you start selling, you need to see which color kind of sell more. So, okay, let me produce more of that color than this color because that color doesn't sell that much. And why does people doesn't buy that color that much? You know, it's like little thing you need to like pay attention to Lisa and when it's come to cosmetic you need to pay attention to every single thing for for example I even re realized pattern like before oh you know when you go on a website and they are looking like they're asking about your demographic like why are you asking for demographic and cosmetic yes demographic count because I can tell you I can tell which type of race buys what of course, there's something that are coming, but I can't, not, not, I can well, let me rephrase that. It's more like color-wise. I find out that a lot of my Caucasian customers like bright color lipstick, like blue, yellow. Those like sell more in that area of demographic. Well, like my, my more skin, dark colors, like mauve, um, burgundy those things like i find a lot of african-american buying them and a lot of hispanic and some caucasian as well but mostly uh, um hispanic and african-american so you need to understand that to know like when you make an advertisement if i'm making advertisement for like a burgundy lipstick more than likely i'm gonna target that population more you know in my advertising process like yes i will target caucasian as well but i know like my biggest sell gonna come from the african-american community and hispanic community so i need to focus on them so it's like as i said starting a cosmetic line is one thing like having the money to study TS is beautiful but if as I said it's a commitment it's like having a kid that will never reach 18 years old to fly on their own you know at least a kid like when they reach a certain age they leave but that one will not leave you will have to constantly taking care of it keeping up with the um with the era because I'm pretty sure things that are here right now probably won't be there in a couple of years and I'm gonna have to upgrade and this is something that you need to understand. And this is something that a lot of those new, like big cosmetic line knows how to do. Like, you know, Mac always coming up with um, new things. Kylie, like coming up with new things. It's like you need to gravitate toward your market, your customers. Listen to the customers. And as I said, if you want to know th more things about cosmetic line and everything, like more tips, do not hesitate to contact me. And if you have some tip that you experience yourself, if you have an indie brand like me and you would like to like share with us, please let me know because people need to know. Because as I said, um, I'm Buddhist. So as um, the Dalai Lama said, the best way to reach immortality is to share your knowledge and sometimes you might think that oh i'm sharing the recipe but 
just because you share the recipe doesn't mean that everybody gonna use it because for example me i don't like cooking you might share a great recipe to for, with me about how to bake a cookie I'm, i probably will never use it to go sell cookies because that's not my passion so but at least i know when i taste a good cookie and it doesn't taste good i can suggest like damn that, that cookie is nasty man like you could have done this better you know so that still i still have the knowledge and i will always remember oh like that person taught me that so well if you have any knowledge that you would like to share like don't forget to follow me on social media i still there zilly cosmetic and i am on twitter as well and my email is contact us at zillicosmetic.com and i'm gonna include it in the description of this episode so in case you want to email me and also if you would like to participate in the podcast just like send me a message via email and we can like schedule time and everything to do it and also i recently registered on podbean where i find out that i can actually make live podcasts which is awesome because i've been looking for that for a moment to be able to have like specific time to make like live podcasts where people can tune in and listen so if you would like to participate in one of our live podcasts you want to schedule a time like i will mostly do that when i have guests so if you want to schedule a time and do a live podcast with me please contact me because i will be more than happy to share uh, like my knowledge and share have your knowledge as well like on the podcast um what else so besides that don't forget to check out my new products because as i said i kind of tweaked the website a little we got very like we got the beauty kits that are doing really well i'm so happy about the beauty kit that was a great idea so check us out and if you like our product don't forget to give us a good review on google like everywhere you can so last thing but not least if you i don't want people to think that the podcast is only about cosmetic and beauty or if i come on the podcast i can only talk about cosmetic and beauty we can talk about everything on the uh, 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 on that on the podcast but i, I just want to make sure that when you come in with a topic you, you have a plan for the topic because you can say that oh let's talk about like toothbrush like toothpaste toothpaste is a cosmetic so we can talk about it on the on the podcast but it's like what, what especially you want to develop about um toothpaste so you need to make sure that okay you come up with the idea yes i will work with you to come up with a debate for that specific idea but make sure that you have a good topic to keep people interested and well yeah i think that's all i have for you guys today and today and i'm gonna start coming back with those little podcasts and if you go on my website as well i have cosmetic daily which is like i publish cosmetic news i pretty much public publish news and everything anything that is related to the cosmetic world you will find in cosmetic day daily so it's on my website if you go to beauty news you can like subscribe to cosmetic daily so more than likely my next episode i will pick up like a topic from cosmetic daily and talk about it in the next podcast and if you go to on cosmetic daily you subscribe you follow us on cosmetic daily you can decide like hey like i saw that article published um this week and that's how i feel about it and I, I don't necessarily agree with like that news and everything um can we make a podcast about it i would be more than happy to do that but you need to contact me to do that and as i said i'm gonna put my email so if you need me 
I'm there. Even if I'm busy, I'm going to make time for you, I promise. Anyway, I hope that you guys learned something from my podcast today. And as I said, I'm going to try to like kind of reinvent the podcast, not only bring information, but I want to share valuable information as well because I can share information all day. But if they're not valuable, they're not going to make a difference in your life. But thank you for listening.